At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Uh, finally, we get somebody laughing about that. I love it. And we do have rational thoughts here, but just in case we don't, uh, you've been warned. Uh, this is Doug Crow at the Author Brand Show. And I'm very excited to have a guest on who's actually in our hometown. So I'll see him in person eventually. But for now, we're going to do it on the, on the whole digital thing here. He's a partner in a company called The Stock Alternative and principal at Cordell Capital. He's also founded and managed several successful companies in Charleston, South Carolina. He's been involved in multifamily, commercial real estate, in one aspect or another since uh, 2006. Now, he's set up a stock alternative in Cordell Capital to bring private investment opportunities to investors that don't normally have access to these type of opportunities. And that's what we're going to find out about. Um, his firm uh, manages over $100 million in assets under management. So without further ado, welcome to our guest today, Mr. Charlie Wessel. Charlie, how are you? I'm great. That is a, a great intro video there. Yeah, yes. you're the first person to laugh. Sometimes I have guests on going like, wait, he's talking about me? I'm like, well, we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no, we have fun. So Charlie, we put a couple of thoughts together. Yeah, well, we all want to talk about money, 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 money. But before we do, we want to find out why people should bother listening to us in the next 20 minutes. So give us a reason to stick, those people to stick around. Well, we've made a lot of investors very happy over the past several years. Yeah. Um, you know, we all of our assets so far are all in uh, multifamily nice. um, <clears throat> investments. Mm -hmm. We've raised... Uh, several million bucks to, to, to buy these properties and you know they're, they're cash flowing we just launched a product with the stock alternative it's a debt fund so we're going to be the first place lien holder on these properties okay. you know this is something that's really good right now because multifamily just hitting penciling it's not it's not working out very well cap rates are still low Sellers have their head in their ass still, and you know, with the interest rates where they are, yeah. it's just not making sense. Yeah, right? I spent 20 years in the real estate investment industry until 2008 when I lost my butt on it. But I remember, you know, when I was always searching for like a 10 cap at properties. And for folks who don't know that, what that means, like, well, you can explain it, but you get 10% return on your cash on cash, right? It's pretty, it's pretty simple math. And I'm, I'm starting to look for larger properties. And they're all like, you know, four or five cap. I'm like, why would you do this deal? You make no money on it. And I'm sorry, I got frustrated for about two years. I finally figured out, oh, they're not holding multifamily. They're converting it to condos. So yeah. I did a few of those deals and made a boatload of money on it. Mm -hmm. So explain to people um, why multifamily, what you're doing is very attractive and why the, how you can actually help them make money with it. Right. Well, you know, as everybody can see in the stock market, the volatility there is just through the roof. I mean, I, I haven't had money in the stock market in quite a while. Um, we lost a lot of money mm -hmm. in the stock market one time, I don't know, 18 years ago or so. Yeah. And I was like, yep, I'm out of that because I have no control over it. So yeah. anyways, these are all backed by hard assets. You know, I'm telling you, I'm telling the audience, you know how, how this works. I mean, it is just, it is such a phenomenal investment tool that really until recently has just been reserved for the wealthy. 
You know, I mean, tell us about that. I've seen a lot of things like fundraisers, these smaller deals where you can get in for small amounts of money. Um, give people an example of what you do. I know you can't say there's no guaranteed returns here. We're SEC compliant. But we want to give you an idea from like a, you know, I don't know, some kind of framework of how, how their capital is um, grown and, and secure. Yeah, yeah. We always say that whole uh, past performance is not indicative of future. Yeah, we got to. I understand that, yeah. But, um, yeah, so we'll go in and buy uh, an apartment complex. Mm -hmm. And it can be anything built from, you know, 2010 to 19 we have one that's 1968 yeah. and it's a mid-rise in uh greensboro north carolina and it yeah. is just killing it. i mean it's yeah. killing it. um and we bought this like two months before the world shut down with covid and it still yeah. does phenomenal we have another yeah. one that we bought in columbia south carolina yeah. 148 units that just was a disaster out the gate you know, yeah. I'll tell, I, listen, I tell yeah. investors all the time about that one. I'm like, yeah. yeah, they're like, what's your worst investment? I'm like, oh, God, we had one <laughs> in Columbia. This one just, yeah. it was terrible. But we just didn't make distributions on it for a year and a half. And now it's back up and kicking. Yeah. You know, it's up running now. Um, it was like all the tenants got together one night in March after COVID. We closed on it in February. March, yeah. everything shut down. Tenants all got together and they were like, yeah, we're not going to pay rent anymore. Nice. Um, so anyway, but that's the only one out of all of our properties that mm -hmm. struggled through COVID. All the rest of them never missed a beat. They wow. all, you know, we just stuck to the game plan yep. and just worked it and it nice. worked. Um, so anyways, we buy these apartments, usually they're value add, which means we go in and we'll update the insides put some money in the parking lot usually because the parking lots are all falling apart. Yeah. Um, you know, we'll go repair rotten wood on the outside, paint them, make them look pretty, you know, throw a dog park in. Everybody's throwing a dog park in. Oh gosh. Yeah. I go to ours all the time. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. So we throw a dog park in, makes everybody just happy. So, uh, yeah. And you know, with that, we bump, we do bump rents, but we like to stay below the you know the area average rent because we're not out here just trying to you know gouge all the people and make all the money can i mean we're obviously in it to make money you know but i mean we have like book bag drives for our tenants and you know cookouts and yeah you nice. know if yeah, someone yeah. if somebody loses their job or goes through a rough spell or something mm -hmm. man they they come to our our property managers and our property managers reach out to us uh -huh. And, you know, so we'll, we'll help them out, you know, mm -hmm. as much as we can. I mean, yeah, you, know, you can't let somebody live somewhere for free forever, but yeah, right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we, we love it. I love doing this. I was a general contractor for, for uh -huh. years and years and I sold that business yeah. in 2008 so I could actually see my children. And, yeah. you know, now I got twin nine-year-old girls, 13-year-old son. They all uh -huh. play sports. They play way too many sports. But you know what? Oh. I'm sucking it up, man, because this time ain't going to last forever. That's right. And, That's and I'm fast. like, dude, yeah. I'm having a ball at the ball field. You know, it's just, it's fun. Every field trip that my kids take, I'm there. Nice. I couldn't do that when I was a general contractor. You yeah. Know, I just now had a bunch of crayon it, eaters running around that I got to manage. <laughs> So tell me, tell me about how this works. These are yeah, they're not credit investors. Anybody can get involved with this at a smaller level or what? 
on our on some of our apartment deals yes on this particular debt fund that we have right now that's going to return i mean it's like a cash flow you know move okay. uh cash flow investment just to diversify some out, outside yeah. of the multifamily. Uh -huh. um yeah it's that that is a 506c so that does mean that they do have to be accredited investors to get into that Okay. But the the apartment deals that we've done, the majority of them are five hundred six B, which means I just have to have a prior relationship with you, right? Okay, and that's very loosely defined. So, by what, what can you share with us in terms of the uh, returns or how it works? I know the biggest word you said so far is like stock market's out of my control, but we can control the value add in real estate, the rents, the location. We can control a lot more there. But can you give anybody an idea of like, hey, if I give you ten grand? Like what's happened in the past or how can, what can you share? Yeah. Yeah. Usually on the here within the past year with the inflation rising and everything, I'll give yeah. you an example on returns on, on mm -hmm. like our minimum is $50,000 okay. for investment. Um, but we like the cash on cash, the cash flow the first year mm -hmm. is going to be very nominal. I mean, you're looking at four and a half, percent the first right. year second year you know five and a half to six and a half second year right. you're creeping close to eight and then you know with the value add that we've done it really uh you know it just takes the appreciation value so high on these on these properties mm -hmm. i mean dollar for mm -hmm. dollar it's the return is just incredible yeah on multifamily homes when you put money into them to get that return out of that dollar. So, so are you, are you selling you off after a few years? Are you, selling, are you selling the properties off after a few years or what then? Yeah, yeah, right. The last two deals we underwrote to three, three years. Okay. And if the market's not right for it, then we just refinance out. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we put a good buffer in there on, on the rates on those refinances as well. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, we, tr we try to be as conservative as, as we can mm -hmm. on these investments. Um, you know, we chased around deals for two years and we were like too conservative and we didn't get any. So I know, yeah. You gotta, you know, you gotta play with the numbers some, but you gotta make sure, you know, I tell everybody, I can lose my money. That's no big deal. You know, I can lose my I don't want to lose my money, but I can lose my money. I can't lose my investors' money. Right, right. You know, so if we gotta hang on to it for a little bit longer, it's just gonna cash flow. Yeah. You know, All right. everybody pays rents and so These the are all cash plus unit apartment complex. Yeah. So the four to eight percent over the several year thing, I get that. What about when they exit and they sell? What kind of returns are they getting then? I mean, we're looking at sixteen to eighteen, nice. you know, percent average annual return. Yeah. Oh, annual! Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Average annual return around sixteen to eighteen percent. We're looking Perfect. at a fifteen to sixteen percent IRR on it. Yep. Mm -hmm. Great. I like to use average annual. As soon as we start trying to explain IRRs to people. Just, yeah, everyone's got their own different tax situation, whatnot. Do they get um? Do they get the other benefits of like depreciation or anything, or is that just a direct? Money oh, hundred percent. Yeah, on, on the on the apartment deals, um, mm -hmm. we do what's called a cost segregation report. Yeah, right. And that just you know speeds up the depreciation. Um, right. All of our investors take part in that, and it can right. really benefit on. Uh, the, the money you receive back from our mm -hmm. investment as well as any other passive investments that you have out there. That's right. I mean, That's it really right. can. It's wiped out my 
tax burdens on things. I mean, and everybody wondered, oh, how come President Trump doesn't pay taxes? Because the dude owns real estate. He you know, owns a I got, ton of real estate. I got such flack for that when I was when I was deep into this. I was, you know, had a bunch of apartment buildings, and I was talking to somebody, showing me name nameless. And he knows like my lifestyle, whatnot. And like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't pay taxes. Like, what? Because, nah, what are you talking about? No, it's my, I'm, I'm losing money on my real estate. You know, you know, it's depreciation, and yeah. people don't understand that they, the, the taxes still allow us to treat that asset as depreciating when it actually appreciates. You know, they got right. great lobbyists, right? I don't know. <laughs> to keep doing that. Great lobbyists, <clears throat> um, lobbyists, and I mean, if you think about it, they. You know, the government wants us to buy real estate. They right. want us to buy. Mm -hmm. I mean, they love multifamily. That's why, you know, Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, all those programs are out there right. because they want us to buy real estate because yeah. it benefits the rest of the country. That's right. Yeah. It's just like they uh, said, it's a wonderful life, you know. That's I remember, right. Oh, I wouldn't be a better employee if you had a house or a home. Yeah, of course. George Bailey. So, yeah, so I, I love that. I've always loved real estate. It's a, it's a great, a great uh, investment for anybody if they can, uh, you know, swing it. Um, what does your crystal ball tell you about the upcoming next couple of years with all this recession talk? How's it going to be impacted? This is a different, a different kind of recession that people are saying. Yeah, this is not going to be anything like 2008. I mean, you know, then there was an overabundance of, of inventory. Now, I mean, we're like, five million plus houses short of where we need to be because everybody stopped building. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, there's such a lack of inventory that, you know, we, we have to build to keep up. Everybody yeah. sees all these apartments going up and everybody's like, Oh God, they're building another one. Well, that's because we have to, the country has yeah. to, yeah. I mean, you know, people are out there making babies, man. These kids got to live somewhere. So not to mention the baby boomers of the senior places. I think that would be a really good thing to look into or the uh, 55 plus communities with all the baby boomers retiring. A hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, we have people in, you know, memory care. I know guys that are in memory care. Yeah. They're building places left and right, especially in Florida, you know, but yeah. I mean, it's, you know, the 55 and older, you know, neighborhoods that, and even apartment complexes, some of yeah. them have moved to 55 and older. Right. Um, yeah, it's been it's been a great move for them, okay. for sure. So you think that the recession is going obviously impacts you know food, fuel, uh, things like that. But in terms of your your business, um, it's not going to be a huge impact because there's such a still demand, pent up demand, right? It's really not. And everybody's you know whining and moaning about the um, you know interest rates. What they're going back to normal? You know, I mean, this was a yeah you know three yeah you know, my house. I bought my house at a golf course here in Charleston yeah. at like 2.875. It's free money, man. Come on. Free money, dude. It's yeah. free money. Just... It's not supposed to be free money. I know. You know people first... are supposed to make money on this stuff. My first property was 12% interest rate back in the day. I'm like, yeah. okay, the cash flow. That's all right. It worked. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, you get into the 6%. Guys, that's, that's not bad. That's still cheap yeah. money. Yep. It's Still really cheap money. Yeah. Trust me, our fund that we have that's almost it's a debt fund, we're not charging six percent. I mean, yeah. it's closer to like fourteen. Explain to people about that, because I have one client who did a uh, has a huge huge debt fund for strip malls. But I'd love to hear your take on what you're doing. Explain to people what that is and why it's it's related to real estate, but it's not real estate, it's the debt. Tell us about that. 
Right, right. We have one company that the stock alternative is going to lend to. We're not going out to a bunch of house flippers and lending to everybody. It's going to be one company. They flip 100-plus houses a year. Mm-hmm. He's got 30 to 40 employees at any given time. Right. Um, you know, his COO comes from Fannie Mae. She was like one of the directors at Fannie Mae. These mm-hmm. that, you know, we only make very conservative moves in this industry. Yeah. And when we're changing lanes, I got to make sure it's even more conservative because I'm like, That's okay, right. we're, yeah. we're exploring a different avenue here. Yeah. But I also reached out to a bunch of other guys that do this and they, you know, showed them our structure and everything. They were like, oh, yeah, you guys are yeah. running. Um, so it's almost like a hard money loan fund to one yeah. company that flips all these houses. We charge them 14% on the first one and then 2% on each time he flips the loan throughout that year. So it's just two more percent. So I mean, if he flips that loan three times, I mean, he's probably he's getting it for a pretty good deal. Yeah. You know, but that should that that'll return back to our investors. We have an eight percent preferred return, mm-hmm. but I mean, if he just flips the loan once, which is highly unlikely, we'll return ten and a quarter. Back nice, to our nice. It's more of a cash flow play. Yeah, is that, the, is that is that a group a group phony doing one property at a time on those? How's that work? It's it's a group fund, but we are individually underwriting the properties. Okay. So yeah, it's a guy I've known for several years. Mm-hmm. He did. He was part of a hedge fund that did this for years. Yeah. And then he broke out and started his own business uh, yeah. several years back, and he's been very, very successful. He's been doing right. very good. Yeah, very good. Uh, and one of the term you you've used that people need to understand is value add, because a lot of people think, oh, you know, landlord management tenant headaches. And you and I are the same thing. I think it's fun. I love you know, building community and having people there. But when you say value add, explain to people what that means so they understand that you're not just taking a, a part building and putting a coat of paint on there. You're actually intentionally making it increase the value of the equity. Right. Yeah. I mean, we, and you know, we want to add value to our tenants as well. Yep. I mean, we're adding these, you know, Amazon boxes in mm-hmm. the locker boxes on the inside so that yep. that way they have some place to, you know, Amazon can drop off their boxes. They're not just mm-hmm. sitting by their front door. Right. Like I said, dog parks. I have a dog. Dog park has never been in my vocabulary until I got into this. But it was, yeah. you know, people love these things, man. You know, they yeah. get together. They congregate with their other neighbors and the dogs all sure. run around. And, you know, right. so it's a big thing. Um, plus, plus the extra extra rent or deposits you get for the pet owners. That can be a right. huge, a huge um, bump in the, in the cash flow and the value, right? Because percentage of people have dogs is you can charge more rent, I think. Okay. So we have a property in Des Moines, Iowa of all places. Okay. Yeah. When they told me, uh, yeah, we're going to take down this, this apartment complex in Des Moines, Iowa. It's only like four years old. So mm-hmm. it's not that old. It's a brand new apartment complex. I was like, where is Des Moines, Iowa? That's where my and brother was, used to live. No, I know where it is. Uh, I mean, dude, that was the hardest raise I've ever had. Trying to talk a bunch of good old boys from the country club uh, down here in South Carolina, Charleston, to go. Hey, man. Invest in Des Moines. Iowa has the highest literacy rate in the nation. Back last time I checked, there are smart people well, there. Yeah, I, you know, I visit all the places before we yeah. take them down, and it yeah. was. It, it is. It's a phenomenal city. It's a great city. Oh, but yeah. our where I was going with this is our yeah. talking about the dogs and stuff. Yes, right. Our property manager that we hired for that, they have a process to where everybody that comes in with a pet, 
has to submit a DNA sample of this pet. So if they find poop outside, no joke, I wouldn't want to be the property manager because I don't pick up dog poop. I have a 13-year-old for that. They get the dog poop, send it off, and these people get like a $250 fine if they didn't pick up their dog's dog poop. That is genius. I was blown away. I was like, oh, my gosh, you guys are testing dog poop? They're like, yeah. It keeps the place clean. Because I guarantee I you, take one time to get a $250 fine. You're never going to let that happen. Yeah, never do it again. What did you do? What did that do with the the cash? Tell me how that, that much more money that made. You must have made a bunch of money on that. Oh, you know, I haven't checked into that. I don't know how much money it made. I need to shoot him an email and ask. I mean, I put I put um, a washer dryer or a couple of them in a in a small three unit building once, and it was like eight hundred bucks a month coming through on that thing. Oh There's yeah, so many things you can do to do that value add to a property. And what I want you to explain to people what that does is, yeah, the cash flow goes up, but the value goes up a much bigger percentage. Because if I go from a, um, you know, a hundred thousand dollar NOI to one hundred twenty thousand dollar NOI net operating income, what does that do to value? It's like, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you divide it by the cap rate on there, and it just it explodes your value. It yeah, explodes your value. Right. I need a whiteboard behind me to write. Well, that. we'll put. We'll have to have them. Um, uh, we'll maybe. Send it one of your sheets or something. We'll put in the show notes below here, folks. But yeah. the, the bottom line is whenever you do a small increase in, in one thing, yes, you make more money, but the value of the property goes up exponentially. Exponentially. Yeah, it really does. It really does. And that, that's all returned back to our investors. Right. You right. know, I mean, we usually have a 70-30 split, uh, general partners to limited partners. Okay. With a you know seven to eight percent preferred return, so that, that that way they get their money before we even get any money. You know they're right. going to at least get this before yeah. we take any money for ourselves. That's nice. That's that's a really honorable thing to do with all the you know stuff out there. That's really smart. That's great. Oh, hundred percent, man. Yeah, hundred percent. Look, we look to build long lasting relationships with people. Right. You know that we can help them build generational wealth. Yeah. And, and that's probably one of the key things I want people to understand. I want you to talk about this, but I want to set it up for you is that everybody knows more millionaires have been created from real estate than anything else out there. Um, and the, the mental block that most people have is, Oh, yeah, uh, house. I don't want to deal with it. Tenants. I don't deal with it. Multifamily looks like it's attractive. I don't have, you know, $200,000 for a downstroke or something, but with your program for 50 grand, they can get involved with a much larger project. It has good upside with that preferred return. That's pretty nice. So you explain that in your terms so I can let you talk about that because I think people want to participate in this, but they have this idea that they don't have the, the chops for it or the money. Yeah, and a lot of them are being discouraged from doing it by yeah. their financial advisors. That's right. I mean, yeah. they take, you know, you're taking money out of their house. That's so right. this is the way, but if you, you know, this is the way that, like I said before, this is the way wealthy people have been investing their whole mm -hmm. lives. This right. is what their grandparents teach them to do is invest in properties and in mm -hmm. businesses and, you know, oil and gas. And I mean, all the alternative investments, yeah. alternative investments, they've all been around much longer yeah. than the stock market. That's right. That should be the right. alternative investment. You know, not, not what we do. What we do has been around yeah. since cave yeah, the same thing about healthcare. I hate yeah. that term, alternative health. Like, no, it's not. Chinese medicine around five thousand years. Exactly, wow. exactly. Yeah. So, 
you know, when somebody comes and they, and, and, you know, we can accept money from somebody's self-directed IRA, you know, anything. And listen, I had a a buddy of mine who pulled all his money out of his 401k. Now he is a very smart man. He figured all this out on paper way before he went and did this. And I'm not advising people to go do it, but he figured out it would take him four and a half years to break even. Yep. If he pulled all of his money out of his 401k, paid all the penalties, paid the taxes, mm-hmm. and then he would have full control over his money. Yeah. He set up the whole infinite banking system through his, right. you know, right. through his uh, life insurance policy. And yep. it's a very specific life insurance policy. You can't yep. just go and get a life insurance policy and do this. You really need to talk with somebody who knows what they're doing. Right. But right. he broke even in two years. Nice. Two years. And now he has full control over his money. Right. Right. He yeah. doesn't have to leave it up to some Yahoo in a, you know, an office downtown Charleston who's yeah. looking at it once a quarter to say, yeah. okay, well. The infinite banking thing is a really good program. Do you want to talk about that for a minute? Is that you get involved with that or not? I have just really kind of started to go down that rabbit hole here yeah. in the past month. Me too. Yeah. Same thing. It started. Yeah. It's amazing. It really is yeah. amazing. These guys, yeah. they set up these life insurance policies. Then they borrow money from that life insurance policy to put yeah. and, and pay themselves an interest rate on that. Right. And then they go and invest that money. Mm-hmm. And they're making this in, this amount from the investment, paying back the interest rate. Right. Pay, yeah, basically just paying the interest back at first. Right. And then it's just, you know, it's such a tax shelter. Yeah, it's such an incredible tax shelter. There are so many tax shelters out there. I went yeah. to a HSA, High Speed Alliance, uh, networking thing in uh-huh. Destin, Florida last week. Okay, it's all doctors and dentists, and these guys take them and basically advise them on how to set up their companies so that it runs more efficiently. Right. So they're consulting the whole way through on their company, and then they set up. Everything on the infinite banking, all the all right. the tax strategies on the back end, helping them to save money on taxes, yeah. right. where to invest. There, were, I was there with the uh, stock alternative. Mm-hmm. There were some oil and gas guys there. There were some more uh, multifamily mm-hmm. guys there. These guys, they know that they're not making their all their profit in the stock market. Now, when the stock market's down right now, I don't invest in it. A lot of guys are like, hey, it's an opportunity. Look, I got no, I, you know, I'm here nor there on it because I don't invest in it. Yeah. Um, right. But that yeah. was an amazing concept to see these guys yeah. take these guys from start to finish, yeah. setting up so that way that legacy wealth where they're leaving money for their kids, their yeah. kids' kids, actually. And they're growing it so much faster yeah. than any financial planner out there could do. Yep. Yep. It's a, it's a great program. Like I'm at the same point as you, I just started mine uh, just last month. So I'll have it all, all dialed in the next couple months, but it's a, it's a great program. And it's got, it's got like the, the best track record of any instrument out there. Like for 150 years, they've always paid. Right. So it's not like it's the, the basic whole life thing is, is, is rock solid. And then of course you borrow against your own money. You're the bank. So you're, you're the bank. Like double dipping on things. Yeah, it's great. Exactly. Yeah. And this debt fund, our saying is we're going to make you the bank. Yeah. Like with our debt fund, our investors are the bank. Yeah. This guy's the lender. 
they're ju- he's just paying you interest on yeah. your money, and it's and it's a as good a flipper, it's higher, it's a higher rate too, which is nice. It's like you said, it's almost like hard money, but not yeah. quite. How long, the the hard assets? How long are the terms on the on the on the two uh, years? Two years. Okay, not bad. Two years. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Cool. Oh, we could talk for hours. Good thing we didn't get into politics. Maybe next time. Um, no. Let's go. We go in politics all day. Go. Next time. Charlie, it's great talking to you today. We'll make sure we uh, uh, meet up and live in, in Charlesmere very shortly. Any last words of wisdom for somebody who's worried about the economy and needs to put their money somewhere? Go. Uh, yeah, I would look outside of the typical investment that you've been funneled to your whole life. Um, you know, there's a lot of guys like me out there. Mm-hmm. You know, if you if you want to look at our debt fund, reach out. If you don't like it, I have a lot of buddies and alternatives that we can point you to. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, we're just out here trying to help people make more money. You know, Love it. Which, go ahead and give your contact information. We'll make sure we type it in the uh, show notes below. Go ahead and give your uh, email, cell, website, whatever you want. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, Charlie, C H A R L I E, at the stock alternative.com. Okay. And my cell number is 843 200 9552. The stockalternative.com is the website. I also have cordellcapital.com. That's C O R D E L L All right. And that'll, that's more focused on the multifamily thing. But this, this, okay. is, this is kind of the it's, offering we have right it's now. It's right below here, folks. You're watching this on the thing. It's right below here. It's been all typed in there with, the, with this link. Make sure you check it out. Charlie, it's great having you on today. Thank you very much. Thank you, Doug. Okay, very good. Uh, that concludes our show today. If you didn't take notes, there's show notes below to help you make more money in your life. This is Doug Crow, the author brand. Thank you so much for watching. We'll see you later. Mm-hmm.